This is Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Welcome to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. This is where you can find out all you need or want to know about Downtown Halifax. I'm Alana McDonald-Mills, Director of Marketing. And I'm Ivy Ho, Director of Communications. Uh, we are your hosts for Downtown Lowdown, and we'll be giving you the lowdown on what's new in business, events, developments, and issues that affect downtown. And we talk to key individuals that help to make downtown Halifax better. We switched it up, Alana. Do you think anybody would notice the <laughs> intro? I'm sure, I'm sure everyone would be it. shocked. And angry emails to us. <laughs> How dare you switch it up? <laughs> so we're here in February, and it's the month of love. Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you have any plans for the big day, Valentine's Day? Helena? I don't have any plans, like definite plans. But Valentine's Day is on a Friday this year. Oh, yeah. So, so Yes. I think that I'll probably, I have two daughters, of you, you know, of course. <laughs> and, yes, uh, I do know. You know this, but I have kids. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know, I'd like to do something with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, do something in the evening with them. I don't know what yet, but maybe go for dinner with them or, I don't know, do something kind of special in that in that evening. So, yeah, for Valentine's Day. And then I like the idea of Valentine's Day. I know some people don't love it, but I think it's nice to have a day about love, to celebrate yeah. love. And it doesn't have to be commercial if you don't make it commercial. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, as you'll probably hear, you know, uh, with our interview with Venus Envy, uh, it doesn't have to be with partners. You can yes, exactly. self-love, love. right? Love yourself. Yeah. One of my very favorite Valentine's Day, I was in university, I was single, all my girlfriends we were all single, mm-hmm. and we had a Black Friday, it was, uh, Valentine's Day was on Friday that year too, we had a Black Friday, and we just went out and had a big um, uh, floor crawl in one of the residences, and it was oh, yeah. the funnest Valentine's Day, and I still <laughs> always remember it, it was like the best day, and I was single on Valentine's Day, it was great. It was friendship love. Friendship love, exactly. Different kind Celebrating of with your girlfriends. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, so what do you do for Valentine's Day? Well, I guess we go, we'll go for dinner or mm-hmm. get some takeout and bring it in because we, oh, yeah, we, we have a kid as well. Yeah. He's five. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, going to a fancy restaurant with a five-year-old, maybe a little no, bit trickier. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll do something with him and yeah. maybe draw some Valentines and oh, know, yes. just, yeah. you know, do something at home with That's him. the other thing I forgot about is that they come home in the evening with all their Valentines yes. from school and yeah. they go through them all and they look at them and yep. yeah, that's really fun. I like that as a kid too. Yeah. Yeah. I like Valentine's day. It's all right. Yeah. It's a good day. <laughs> we have a jam-packed episode today and I'm, I want to emphasize that it's jam-packed. We are starting with an interview with Gordon Stewart. Uh, he is the executive director of the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia. We actually interviewed Gordon on location at the RANS office and uh, actually Gordon was telling us he's been with RANS for 17 years. Okay. He's going to be telling us about the Sabre Food and Wine Festival. And he started Sabre, didn't he? 17 years ago. Yeah, so, yeah that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And the, that, the festival is also celebrating 17 years, which is amazing. And then we have Luke McLaren. He's back with BizBuzz. And we are interviewing Adriana Afford, the owner of Argyle Fine Art. She's going to be telling us about their pre-shrunk 2020 show, which is on display now. Morgan Mullen is back with the Coast Top 5 events, and we have a quick, shameless self-promotion where we talk about Valentine's Day, and we are ending this episode with an interview with Christine Allier from Venus Envy. Uh, she's going to be talking about gift ideas for Valentine's Day. Great. Let's get started with Gordon. Okay, let's go. Today, we are welcoming Gordon Stewart to Downtown Lowdown. Gordon is the Executive Director, Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia. The Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia, or RANS, represents over 30,000 people in the food service sector across the province and strives to make sure that guests have the best food and dining experience possible. Welcome to the Downtown Lowdown, Gordon. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, it's nice to be here. 
Let's start with the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia. I touched on a bit of what RANS is in the intro, but can you tell us more about the organization for our listeners? Sure. So the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia has been around since 1947. We operate in two different fields, different from most associations. We actually have a consumer side, which is where it connects us to a lot of the public stuff that we do. We do public events like our Savor Food and Wine Festival, Mm -hmm. as an example. And then we do the business side, which would take up things like legislation, uh, lobby efforts, designing, education, a variety of different things like that. Mm-hmm. So we have, and we have a website and, and newsletter dedicated to the consumer side, and we have the same thing dedicated to the business side, same thing overall. So, and primarily, which most people wouldn't know, our members are the independent owner operators, basically in Nova Scotia. Ninety-one percent okay. of our members our owner operators in Nova Scotia. And so we don't look after the national change or something like that. We oh, okay. really look after the past. We do have a number of, like all the corporate hotels and things like that are all members, but indeed, generally speaking, that's our, our basis, the okay. private owner. That's the ones that we can help do do particular different benefits for that we can provide to them that nobody else can. Right, like not well. right. like the big franchises. Exactly. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we, Interesting. We, we, we can give them buying power. We can give them great credit card rates. We can give them discounts on printing and price, things mm-hmm. that they wouldn't be able to negotiate themselves overall. What is your role with RANS, and how did you come to be the executive director? Well, my role is easy. I am the chief cook and bottle washer. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to do all end of the spectrum, as you can imagine. I'm the last person out of a show cleaning it up, right. <laughs> packing stuff in the van and taking it to the warehouse. But I'm, I'm also prominent in my, my area that I work in most is, is doing research around restaurants, trends. I do all the legislative work. Uh, if we so have advocacy. Ish, advocacy, a lot of advocacy work or caring like industry problem issues to, yeah. to people. We have mm-hmm. some problems every now and then. So I will go meet with the officials and maybe go with a restaurant person to help walk the way through it and things like that. And I do a lot of the sponsorship programs for the mm-hmm. organization. And I really kind of push and develop the educational side. That's what we, we, you'll see us do more and more in that field as, as time goes on. So. so February has really become the foodie month in the province. Can you tell us about the history of the Savor Food and Wine Festival? So one of the things for us is that um, when people go to restaurants, they usually and they used to used to go normally to the same restaurant all the time, mm-hmm. and that was that's a good thing that they're going to a restaurant. But there's there's a lot of diverse restaurants, and I think Halifax is probably. 30 different styles of cultural restaurants in it overall, which is kind of exciting overall. Yeah, that is amazing. February was also the slowest month of the year for business for right. us. So we decided to create a festival, and there was just one show starting mm-hmm. off, which was the Savor Food and Wine show. And then after a while, we developed, we expanded the show to include Imbibe, which is a cocktail show, so it it, it promotes the supplier side, but also promotes the mixologists from the different okay. restaurants and bars. We did chocolate wine and cheese because mm-hmm. that was a different consumer market, um, predominantly female, younger, and, and we did the pairing between chocolate wine and cheese, and that was oh. always kind of interesting yes. overall. Yeah. We did rare and fine wine, uh, which is a show where the wine is uh, – Wines are over $50 a bottle and at least hit 90 points in Wine Spectator, so high end, not available in Nova Scotia. We actually bring wines in through one of the private uh, one of the, one of the the private stores, and we ha- have an inventory on hand. So if you go to the show and you like the wine, you can mm-hmm. buy it from the independent store, not from us, but from the in- independent mm-hmm. store. And, of course, Craft Beer Cottage Party, and that was an actual fact uh, – 
kind of a spinoff of the the growth of the brewing industry mm-hmm. overall. And that's that's a kind of an interest. Again, a different crowd. It's a younger crowd, and it's kind of a lot of a lot of fun overall. So that's really kind of the history background and how it evolved into a festival, basically. So it went from one show, Sabre Food and Wine Show, to eventually becoming the Sabre Food and Wine Festival. What are the highlights of this year's festival? One of the biggest growth areas has been the Dinaround program mm-hmm. in Halifax. And this year we have our largest number of restaurants all. There's 68 now. We expect there will be 70 uh, by the wow. time we finish. And it's it, that's amazing overall. So basically... This is no cost to the operator. We we fund this cost. We've mm-hmm. worked with uh, Discover Halifax in making right, this a larger, right. bigger program. Lots of promotion out there for it. It's a great deal for people, so it's a great chance to go out and try a restaurant meal, either at lunch or at the dinner time, mm-hmm. which is, used to be only one time of day. And there's three different price points. They're basically three-course meals at a lower price, medium price, and higher price based upon the kind of restaurant mm-hmm. you're in overall. So it's been very successful overall. So it's yeah. it's it's always been kind of exciting. Our decadent show, which is we actually not going to do it this year. The location we were in is being renovated, okay. and it was the perfect spot, so we decided to hold off on that. The craft beer one is is full house. It'll be sold out. The imbibe one is, again, full house, right. full exhibitors are sold out. Saber Food and Wine, we're, we're pushing for 80 exhibitors, so that's a mix wow. between restaurants and beverage, usually 60% restaurants and uh, 40% beverage. That beverage mm-hmm. will be predominantly wine, but there will also be beer, cocktails, and other things that go through. It'll it'll be a sold-out show. It'll be 1,200 people. It's in the convention center again, so mm-hmm. it's really kind of a – a really exciting it, it it has a great a great vibe if you're in that show it's right. it's quite a mixture of people yeah. I, I went a couple of years ago and the vibe was yeah. really yeah. amazing it's really it become is, a marquee yeah. event oh yeah and so many exhibitors and mm-hmm. a lot of them are from the downtown area like yeah. a lot of the restaurants yeah. are represented in, mm-hmm. in the show and uh yeah just packed with people but not too packed which is great mm-hmm. no <laughs> the space in the the new convention center is is perfect for yeah it. It that is. second floor where you view the sort of one wall great wall of windows mm-hmm. so you can look out and you feel like you're part of the city overall, and the band is right there, and the band's music, so it's not too right. loud. It's great. And yeah. last year we had the acrobats pouring. That's right. And they this were upside year, down. <laughs> this year we have different ones. We have uh, people that will be going around dressed in huge skirts with oh, wow. glasses of, oh, of champagne awesome. and sparkling yeah, wines awesome. around. So that'll yeah. be kind of an interesting one. So it's it's really kind of a, a yeah. fun thing over to We do a, a particular VIP event just prior to the show, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's a really ex- exciting show. It's a fun fun one overall. And it's a great sure. way to sample, you know, like yeah. oh, different yeah. restaurants, yeah. you know, they have, you know, samples for yeah. everyone and, you know, like cocktails and wines and, and hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really great event. Yeah. 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 You can well, find any favorite restaurant or a place to yeah. go. Exactly. The motto is, uh, don't ask for seconds. Keep moving. Yeah, right. keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. good advice. Because you, you'll not get through the show. It's, it's, right. it's virtually yeah. impossible because what happens is the the t- crowd tend to go dive into food very early on, and then of course halfway through the show everybody's getting full. Yeah. <laughs> now they're switching to cocktails and and wine to wash it all down. So it's, it's going to be interesting that way. Are there other events that Rands is involved in? We do ones that are more associated. These are the mm-hmm. most public events we okay. do. So we do other events. Um, uh, most of them would be particular to lunch and learn programs. So in other mm-hmm. words, on a very specific topic overall. Uh, we do do have a long-standing um, uh, golf uh, tournament that we do each okay. year, and that's been running for forty-some years. It's one of the longest-running tournaments in Nova Scotia, actually. Uh, and the only time we had to cancel it was uh, one. 
Oh, oh wow. Of <laughs> yeah, it's hard. That would be hard to go through. Yeah, that would be hurricane one. Go through. Yeah, we do like a Christmas social, and there's an actual AGM, and then we do regional meetings too. Like we'll, okay. do, we'll do them in Sydney and Yarmouth and mm-hmm. different places. But those are mostly about seminars. We present research. What are the food trends happening now? Okay. You know, things that are, are emerging. What's the millennial market like, and what's happening with the millennial? What right. do they drink? That yeah. kind of stuff. So that's the kind now of we have thing. the Gen Z market. Yeah. 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 And finally, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners about RANDs? Well, um, anybody, for example, can get our newsletter. So if mm-hmm. you're a consumer and want the newsletter, you can just sign up for it. You're, if you're an operator, not mm-hmm. even if you're not a member, you can sign up for it and you'll get the newsletter. We do that. We also do, we've developed a guide, how to open up or eat a restaurant in Nova Scotia. It's okay. A to Z about a restaurant. It's a complete guidebook on how to open a restaurant. And that's because most people that go in the restaurant business are not trained to go in the business. Right. There's someone that worked in the restaurant business or a chef that wants to open their own restaurant. It doesn't really matter. They don't know all the inside. And this book lays out everything, how to get your theme, okay. your pricing, your kitchen, your layout, everything is done overall. The only thing that we do is the first couple of pages are all talk about all the reasons why you should not go in the restaurant business, <laughs> which is kind of funny in yeah, a way. But right. it's actually downloaded a lot. It's a free book. It's okay. on our website, so people can download it a lot. So it's, it's a kind of fun thing that you can get the newsletter if you want. Mm-hmm. And the consumer newsletter, it's a lot of fun recipes, cocktail mm-hmm. things. New places opening up, change in menus, things that are happening, trends, and, mm-hmm. and so on. So people kind of enjoy that overall. Yeah, I just signed up for it. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. And, and, I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah. 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 And on our website, the Dine Nova Scotia website, there actually is an enormous recipe section there. It's our okay. second most used part of our website. We have thousands of recipes in there, so if you want to find. Wow, what a resource. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. amazing. And, uh, and a lot of them have come originally from restaurateurs, so you can find like a you know a chef has posted his mm-hmm. restaurant or another chef, she's posted another mm-hmm. restaurant, so you can find lots of recipes. Right. Like, like I say, it's the second largest use of our website. First is like finding information about restaurants or booking them. The second one is actually looking at at uh, re- uh, recipes. We'll include a link to that on our podcast page, so downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. Well, thank you, Gordon. We appreciate you taking the time to be on the Downtown Lowdown today. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Gordon Stewart is the Executive Director of the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia. You can learn more about RANDS at RANDS.ca, and you can learn more about the Sabre Food and Wine Festival at SaberFoodandWine.com. And now for BizBuzz. So it's time for BizBuzz with Luke McLaren, our Membership Engagement Manager with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. What do you have for us this episode? Thank you for having me on again. Uh, this episode, we have two new to downtown businesses to report. Uh, first off is Selesian and Associates Licensed Insolvency Trustees. Say that five times fast. I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, they have opened a new office at 1226 Hollis Street, Suite 101 in the Hardman Building, which is across the street from the Amera Building. Um, this family-run business understands that people can find themselves in debt for a variety of reasons and that debt options can be confusing. That's why they're here, to help you better understand and control your debt. That sounds very helpful. Yes. yes. Actually, I think a lot of people would benefit from their services. Yes. <laughs> and this is their fifth branch they have Yeah, open. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. They, they're throughout HRM and outside uh, yeah, of they HRM, have too? one in the Valley as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I actually, I stopped in, but this office is for appointment only. Okay. okay. Um, so keep that in mind. Uh, mm. They might not always be there. But So make an appointment first. Make an appointment. And then go downtown. Go downtown. And meet yeah. with them. Yeah. And get out of debt. Hopefully. Yes. Yes. All right. (laughs) Second of all is Moxie's Nova Center. 
is now open in downtown Halifax, located in the heart of the city at 1610 Argyle Street, which of course is inside the Nova Center. Experience the energy of downtown Halifax during happy hour at Moxie's every day from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you're looking for a great spot for your next special event, group booking, or corporate party, visit their group booking page for more information, and also be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Nice, yeah. A good addition to downtown and the Nova yeah, Center. Yeah, Argyle Street, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see a lot of people stopping in there, going to Moosehead's games yeah. afterwards. Yeah, so. getting to be a quite a good little cluster of businesses in the Nova yeah. Center with, you know, Right beside Five Guys and, and Gahan, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Great, okay. Uh, we also have one relocation in the downtown area. Uh, the Old Apothecary has moved to 1496 Lower Water Street. This family-run business is a go-to spot for catering, cakes for any occasion, as well as their fresh bread that is made daily. They're open seven days a week, so be sure to stop in to their new location. That's great. It's a bigger space for them, I yeah, think. Yeah, they have yeah. Their, their bakery there, so it yes. makes sense for yeah. them to, to have their retail space there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were across the street from us before, though, so. I know. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to miss them being so close. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not that far away either. No. They're no. within walking distance for sure. Mm-hmm. And in other business news, the Old Triangle Irish Ale House is celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. Opening in Halifax in 2000, they have continuously provided the downtown area with memorable nights and amazing live music. Be sure to check out their website, oldtriangle.com, to see their upcoming lineup and daily menu features. 20 years. 20 what, years. That's what amazing. Yeah, what there's a lot of businesses with 20 years this year. That's definitely a milestone. Yeah. yeah. And they started here in Halifax. They've grown. They have four locations uh, across Atlantic Canada. Yeah. Yeah, they've done really well. I, I love the old triangle. Yeah. It's a, just a nice little pub. It has a nice feeling when it's you go so in. Nice, and yeah. yeah. They have really good kids. My, my daughter loves it because she loves the cheesy nachos. They have it on their kids' menu. Yeah, it's her favorite thing to get. And I've been to all four locations. Have you? Oh, wow. I have. Well, yep. a little trivia right there. I know. Fun little <laughs> and, fact. And of course, you get some one, kind of prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, learning more about me every day. Yeah. Is the one downtown the best? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No question to ask. Yeah. And they have a really great live music. It's not even mentioned. up for discussion. Oh, yes. Of course. Yeah. The other thing they have, I don't know if you've seen it, seen it, but they have like a beer foam press thing. You can, They can do images in the foam of like on their beer. Like a coffee shop type thing? No, like they can make an actual image. Like at Halcon, they put the Halcon logo on the oh. top of the beer in the beer <laughs> foam. And they ha- even had a picture of um, Brian Doherty, who's one of the owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had his picture on the beer foam. It's really cool. Oh. If you look at their Instagram page, That's really cool. uh, you can you can see some of their beer it's foam like a images. It's where they make like, the design in the thing. It's not really a design. It's like an actual like, it's like a, stencil like a, picture, yeah, that they somehow put in the foam. I don't know how they do it. It's really cool. It's a secret of theirs. Yeah. It's like it's 3D, 3D printing of beer. That's right. <laughs> I'll try to figure out how they do it. Yeah, I think they have some, I Someone explained it to me, and I, it went in one ear and out the other. I cannot, but it's like some kind of stencil thing that they do. That's very interesting. I yeah. can't even wrap my head So now you have it. to go down and see if they'll have it. Someday I want my face on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you get if you go to all four locations. That would be Maybe. a really good idea. Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> there is a marketing idea. There's yeah. an idea. <laughs> Brian get Doherty, are you here. listening? Yeah. <laughs> Here's your marketing idea. <laughs> uh, and that's it for BizBuzz. Great, nice thank job. you. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, guys. And that was Luke McLaren with BizBuzz. We are here on location with Adrienne Afford, owner, Argyle Fine Art. Argyle Fine Art is a fine art gallery located on Barrington Street. The gallery showcases the talents of emerging artists to established artists, ranging in a variety of mediums. Today we are talking to her about Pre-Shrunk 2020, a show that celebrates small art and is on now until February 18th. Hi, Adriana. Welcome to the Downtown Lowdown. Hi. Let's start with Argyle Fine Art. Can you tell us a bit about the gallery? 
Sure. Um, actually, coincidentally, the gallery has been open for almost 20 years wow. in the year 2020. So it's kind of neat. That's uh, a great milestone. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's exciting. So we are a gallery that represents a lot of local artists, predominantly mm-hmm. from emerging mid-career and a few established. Uh, we do tend to do a lot of special exhibits throughout the year and a lot mm-hmm. of community outreach events as well. The pre-shrunk show 2020 is all about small art. Can you tell us about this show and how it first began? Sure. Uh, this show kind of began uh, as many shows uh, or ideas began with our gallery and I think a lot of other small businesses, which is a necessity to <laughs> see people right. and uh, have some cash flow in a time maybe when things wouldn't be so busy, um, but also to engage with the community at large. So this show does just that. Uh, it's accessible for mm-hmm. lots of people to attend and purchase things, but it's a great way for a lot of different types of artists to create works as well. Mm -hmm. So again, anywhere from emerging to established, Mm -hmm. uh, we've got people from not just local artists, actually, in this show, we've got people from all over Canada. But it's it's a fun way for people to start collecting or just to start looking at artwork and get inspired if they're an artist themselves. Mm -hmm. It's just a fun exhibit to come to. And it's really affordable for the average person, isn't it? Yeah, each piece uh, measures four inches by five inches. That's really the only rule to the exhibit. Mm -hmm. Um, And each piece is 175. And how many pieces do you have today? We, I think we're at our final count of 323. Uh, we did look at a lot of submissions. We had, we, I think we looked at approximately a little over 900 images. Wow. So mm-hmm. it's hard to look at art after a while. You have to take a couple breaks. Yeah. Um, so it's and well curated then. Yeah, we do a juried show because we can't, we just can't take everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And we do ask different jurors to be part of our exhibit, uh, or, you know, our exhibit process um, each year. So so it's always the staff here, but then we always include one or two other people. And this year, there are four people kind of looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of yeses, nos, maybes, let's review, and then also taking a break just because you do kind of get what a lot of people call art head. Like after right. a while, you just can't see things. I think that's true of when people attend the show, too. I always recommend people come a few times mm-hmm. uh, because you just aren't going to be able to see everything when you're here. It's just not going to stay in your mind. Um, plus, we move things around a lot, so mm-hmm. things in different light and different walls change their looks quite a bit. I'm just wondering, can you describe a few of the pieces for us? Sure. Let me see. I guess some of the different varieties and mediums and things like that. Yeah. There's so many different mm-hmm. kinds. I guess I could just, I mean, there's lots of things it's hard to kind of yeah. sort of describe a work of art on a podcast, I suppose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say we have a lot of, what I love about this show, there's quite a variety in mediums. There's a very big variety. So yeah. when people think of galleries or art, often they'll just think of paintings mm-hmm. um, often or drawings and that kind of thing. And in this show, it encourages people to do different things as well. So we have uh, ceramics, like right. three-dimensional mm-hmm. sculptures. Uh, in that case, actually, the dimension four by five is uh two dimensions of a three-dimensional object. So the third dimension can be whatever that artist wants. So we often don't get a lot of sculptures, but we're always excited when we get them. We have a lot of embroidery or textile work this year, and that's actually been growing the last couple of years. And I'm not sure if that's just a 
maybe a trend that's happening in the world, but there seems to be a lot more textile. I think it actually is if you kind of follow trends in homes and stuff like that, like even macrame, which right. a few years ago we might have all giggled at, now everybody wants that in their homes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so we have we don't have macrame in the show, but we certainly do have a lot of uh, mm-hmm. textile pieces. And they're so detailed, um, too. I know. For being so small, 4 by 5 that's smaller than a postcard, and some of them are so detailed. Yeah, I think the trick for a lot of people is every year, if people do submit year after year, Mm -hmm. they get better and better at picking a composition because creating a piece on that scale is actually really more difficult than people think. I think when people set out to do it, they go, that'll be easy. I can Mm -hmm. do five. It won't take me very much time. And then they realize, oh, yeah. Okay. For this to actually work <laughs> yeah. the way I want it, like, you know, so if you're used to doing a large abstract painting, for example, and you're used to working even with large brushes, right. like even your tools mm-hmm. kind of have to change a little bit. So it could mm-hmm. take as long as a larger piece. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, actually, create. there's a collage piece here um, with paper. And I know that artist actually has been working on it since last year. Wow. Uh, just, oh, wow. I mean, not all the time. Let's mm-hmm. not go. But, I mean, you know, she, she knew that she wanted to be part of the show. And she, you know, we all, a lot of artists do have other jobs in the community, whether they're designers or uh, maybe even PR people. Like, there's all sorts of different jobs that artists mm-hmm. do on a regular basis. So this is something oh, many of them will do after their regular jobs and their responsibilities, even with their families. So we're really thrilled to Mm -hmm. have such a great response to the show. Yeah, that's amazing. I feel like there's something for everyone, whatever your art takes. Oh, yeah. You can come in and and find something that you like. Does Argyle Fine Art have any other shows or events coming up? Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, There's always stuff. Um, Sometimes we don't even know what it is. Because this time of year, we try to be open to different events that are happening and Mm -hmm. respond to things that are happening Mm -hmm. in the city. We're fortunate to be on Barrington Street, so uh, we have, you know, four big old windows here, and we use those very well. Yes, and you have great displays. Yeah. Uh Every week we switch those out, so even people that are maybe not able to come in or a little nervous to come into a gallery, which they should not be, Mm -hmm. but they may be, um, you know, people waiting for the bus, that kind of thing. Right. So they can at least engage in that way. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we do have some events coming up. We're going to do kind of an event with, I don't want to give too much of it away, but it'll be surrounding the idea of board games. Okay. And we want to do some collaborations with some other businesses that are in the area. Okay. I could probably yeah. guess who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a little theatrical element to it as okay. well. That might give you a hint as to what type of board game we're speaking of. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we talked to uh, a local visual artist, but a woman that's actually really good at developing plays and concepts and stuff. So, oh, wow. That's really uh, interesting. We did a little of that in the last couple of years, and I find people really like more of an experience. So not just mm-hmm. the show, but for people to come in and be able to actually interact with the art in a different way. Right. So, but we do have other things happening. We usually do a dog days in the summer here. That is fun. Ourselves yes. to also encourage yep. people to bring their pets downtown and to know that there's loads of downtown businesses that have That's right. mm-hmm. places where, you know, they're open to having dogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this year we're going to, we ran out of time in the summer, so we're going to do a dog days of winter. So we've been speaking to some kind of winter dog kind of breed groups. Okay. Um, so there'll be some fun things there that is not that doesn't really fun my daughter is obsessed with dogs i'll have to bring her down yeah Samoyans especially, especially oh. kind of who we've been talking to. She loves the dogs. Yeah, those like yeah. nice big fluffy polar Yeah, oh, the big white God. ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. It's still in the works. So there's lots going on, mm-hmm. right? And then we have our regular shows in the 
uh, in the spring and summer that kind of feature some of our main gallery right. artists on the wall. Mm-hmm. But we're always open to new things. I mean, we're even planning for Nocturne now already, right. so, which is yeah. in October. Hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> already yeah. there in my mind. It yeah. always seems yeah. like Argyle Finer is organizing some kind of event all the time. Yeah. yeah it was just, which is great. You to have your finger on the pulse of what's yeah. going on and yeah, yeah. keeping yeah. up to date with so things that are happening. The yeah. public, you mm-hmm. know, with the art yeah. gallery because, yeah. you know, it's definitely not intimidating coming in here no. you know, to look at art and some people may think, oh, art gallery, I don't, I don't belong yeah. in that, yeah. in that environment, but it's no, very accessible. Yeah, it's very accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I mean, we see a lot of window watchers and we always are inside going, come in, come yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I have even put signs in the window sometime like, you know, stop looking, come in, it's okay. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that if I go in there, I'm going to have to buy something. Right, exactly. Um, or there's not stuff that's affordable, but I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's things that are made by local artists that are literally $5. Right. So it's, it's accessible. Yeah. We do a lot of community events. I do want to bring up one event that's coming up on okay. March 12th. Okay. It's, um, it's Mystery Art. Uh, we're hosting that event. And I can't remember how many years now we've hosted this, but it's mm-hmm. for Ads and Hosts. So oh, wow. all of the okay. money uh, that's raised from the art that's sold that night is uh, going to Ads and Hosts. Great. We can yeah. add that to our events calendar on our website. Yeah. Anything else you want our listeners to know about Argyle Fine Art or the Pre-Shrunk Show? Really, I guess the the main thing I always try to tell people is just to take a moment out of your mm-hmm. day and um, come on down and see some art. It's accessible and it's fun and mm-hmm. you don't have to buy anything. Sometimes supporting local business isn't necessarily with your pocketbook all the time. It's actually right. just with coming out and supporting mm-hmm. things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we all get a word. little lonely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and spread the word. I mean, you can tell a friend if you are on social media. You can take a picture and share mm-hmm. that information. Those little things really help like, mm-hmm. yes. immensely, like more yeah. than people think. Um, so that's really great. And, of course, we're accessible to anybody. Uh, you know, kids and families are mm-hmm. welcome here, too. And um, we do have some March break events coming up that I'm trying to work oh, through great. as well. Yeah. So there'll be some of that happening, too. Lots of stuff happening. Yeah. Well, great. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming over. Adriana Afford is the owner of Argyle Fine Art. You can visit Argyle Fine Art at 1559 Barrington Street. Make sure to check out their current show, Pre-Shrunk 2020, which is on display now until February 18th. For more information, visit argylefineart.blogspot.ca or you can email Adriana at gallery at argylefa.com. We will also have those links on our website, downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. The Coast Top 5 Events. It's time now for the Coast Top 5 events with Morgan Mullen, the arts and entertainment editor at The Coast, Halifax's Weekly. And we are speaking to Morgan today by phone. Hello, uh, friends. Yes, How are we hello. all? Uh, so today we're talking about events taking place between February 4th and 17, 2020. So what's on the go, Morgan? Yeah, uh, so I have a few things. Um, I tried not to be too uh, Love Day themed, even though Valentine's Day does fall in the middle of this. But um, I think no matter what a person's relationship status is, there are always fun things to do on February 14th before my favorite holiday, Half Off Chocolate Day on February 14th. It's funny enough, my husband's as well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So forget so for Valentine's Day. Like, I'm just going to, you know, some yeah. drugstore to get all the half price chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I do want to say it is competitive now. Like it I is. feel like yeah. the, 3 years ago this was just like a joke people made and now like people are out ready trying to get the half off big like chocolate heart things and it's like <laughs> I mean I don't know if I feel that strongly about it but I mean, you know, if you see it there in the dollar bin you're like, yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um yeah, so first of all my list uh at the Carlton on February 14th um 
Ariana Nazir does every year this Valentine's show where she sings all the songs of Edith Piaf. Um, and I think that that's just like, if oh, you're that's a music cool. lover, mm-hmm. uh, if you're looking for, I don't know, like there's some of the most iconic love songs of all time. So it's kind of a, a fun and different uh, and a bit more like, I don't know, culturally enriching way to spend the day, I guess. So um, she has two shows happening at the Carlton February 14th. There's one from 7 to 9 and then one from 9.30 to 11.45. Um, and I believe that there is a special menu happening around that time as well, including some dessert thing with some kind of toffee sauce that I really want to eat. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that would be a really <laughs> high-class way to great. spend your day yeah. if that's a, a thing people are into. So uh, next on my list is Controlled Damage, which is going to be the next play at Neptune Theater. It opens on February 4th, and it runs to the 23rd. Um, and I'm just going to I'm gonna read the little blurb about it because I think that they've put it better than I could. The world premiere of Controlled Damage explores the life of Viola Desmond and how her act of bravery in a new Glasgow movie theater started a ripple effect throughout society. The play shines a light on how her courage impacted different cultural groups in the province and the effect it's had over the past 70 years. Yeah, that does sound pretty powerful. Yeah, I think it's going to be like such a... um, The great thing about uh, theater is that it can take stories that we already know and kind of make us understand them on a more emotional level. Mm -hmm. And I think this play is going to be a perfect example of that. So I'm I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I definitely want to see that one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, Additionally... There's a new exhibit opening up at the Museum of Immigration at Pier 21. It's called Jamaican Nova Scotian Connections. Um, it opens on Wednesday, February 5th, and then it's going to be just a, an exploration of maroon culture and um, the great history of, of Jamaica and Nova Scotia, which are you know more connected, I think, than the average person thinks. Like myself, for example, I didn't know until a couple of years ago um, what a rich connection uh, there is in like history of Jamaican people coming to Halifax and settling across the province and things like that. So I think that that'll be like a really eye-opening, different way to look at a familiar place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Additionally, uh, Christy Ann Conlon has a book launch happening at the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic on February 11th at 7 p.m. Uh, the title of the book is Watermark, and basically what I love about her is that she kind of has this, like, gothic style but focuses on the North Atlantic, so it's, you know, a little bit um, dramatic in a pleasant way, very page-turny, uh, and this story kind of follows several different characters uh, living in Halifax as they kind of come to terms with big things uh, in their life like love and death and stuff like that. Um, the synopsis that they read is, uh, in these evocative and startling stories, we meet people navigating the elemental forces of life, love, and death, such as an insomniac on Halifax's moonlit streets, a runaway bride, a young woman accused of a brutal murder, and a man who must live in exile if he is to live at all. It's just so juicy feeling, yeah. you know? <laughs> Sometimes on a little intense. <laughs> And that's a free event, I think, too, isn't it? Part of their Tuesday Night Talk series? Uh, I believe so, yes. yes. Yeah, that's great. Yep, there's yeah. your top okay. five. So I just have two more things really quick. Uh, the Halifax Convention Center is having their Welcome Weekend 2020 on Sunday, February 16th. Everyone is invited to see the space and take in some East Coast tunes. This event starts at 10 a.m. and goes until 1 p.m., and it is also a free event. So I'd recommend coming down right for 10, go to the Welcome Weekend, and then pick a restaurant on Argyle to to go for brunch. There's so many places on our Take that have brunch. Yeah. Yes. Lot That's 6, Bistro Lecoq, The Auction House, mm-hmm. Dirty Nellies, The Pint, Moxie's, East of Grafton, they all serve brunch on Sundays. So mm-hmm. there's lots of choice to, for you to pick from. Also on February 16th, Family Symphony Series, Black is Beautiful, is taking place at the Canadian Museum of Immigration at Pier 21. They have two shows, one at 1.30 and one at 3 p.m. Um, so this is a family show and showcases black performers, composers, and music as part of Black History Month. 
And the thing I love about this series, and we've talked about it before, is that they welcome children on the autism spectrum and their parents. The shows yeah. are relaxed, they're informal, they encourage children to be active, they don't mind if, you know, there's vocalizations or movements and if they need to take breaks. So I think it's really great. And registration is free for families. And Those ones tend to be very popular too. I'm sorry yes. to interject, but yeah. uh, a lot of times they... I know you can't really say sell out because uh, sometimes they're not always like a paid event, but like they reach yeah. capacity, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So they recommend so regist- definitely, uh, yeah, registering. registering for them. Um, seating is at first come first served. So mm-hmm. go to symphonynovascotia.ca and search family series for more info. Mm-hmm. So those are just the two little ones that I wanted to add in for, for these weeks. And of course, we have all the stuff going on for Savor Food and Wine, which we talked to Gordon Stewart about. Uh, mm-hmm. Dine Around is on for the whole month of February, which is also great. Exactly. So, Best yeah. way to deal with these cold temperatures until the nice time of year comes back. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And who said the winter has to be a slow time, right? There's so much going on right now. Definitely. Yeah. So don't just stay on your couch in a couch coma forever, even though it is tempting. There's yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Get out there. Yeah, and go to some, to some events. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Morgan Mullen, the arts and entertainment editor at The Coast, Halifax's Weekly. You can find these and more events at thecoast.ca and downtownhalifax.ca slash events. And now for some shameless self-promotion. And now it's time for shameless self-promotion where we talk about ourselves and what we're doing. Yay. Because people always want to hear (laughs) about ourselves. Hear about what we're doing. So we only have, we have a quick shameless self-promotion today. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Maybe you've heard. Uh, We have a big giveaway on social media for Valentine's Day called Show Your Downtown Love. I don't know if you want to talk about the history that Ivy this started before I was here. Yeah, it started a few years ago, and um, it was always like, like a contest kind of thing. You come in, and uh, you you can win some giveaways, and mm-hmm. um, you know, to talk about the things, the, your favorite things about downtown Halifax. Mm-hmm. You know, the, your favorite stores, and uh, the first time we did it. Big snowstorm. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so we, did, we had a big snowstorm, so we took it um, online. Well, we were always going to do it online anyway with, you know, social media. But there was more emphasis on social media and hashtagging, you know, show, show your downtown love mm-hmm. and uh, share what you love most about downtown Halifax. Mm-hmm. And it worked really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. We trended that day yeah. um, in Canada. Yeah. And uh, people really did show their downtown love that day. Yeah. So on Valentine's Day, we'll be asking you to tell us what you love about downtown Halifax on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Follow or visit us at, at downtown Halifax to enter. We'll be giving away two Valentine's Day themed baskets filled with goodies from around downtown Halifax, each worth $250. And then the person, business or attraction with the most votes also wins a gift basket worth $400. It's definitely worth getting out there and telling um, all your, you know, your fear business, tell your customers to, to tell us that they love you because uh, they'll tag all the businesses when they, when they enter. Um, so last year, actually, the Waterfront won, and that went to Develop Nova Scotia, and the year before that, Neptune Theater won. Nice. We've had some diverse, diverse winners over yeah. the past years. Yeah. That's great. And on Valentine's Day, we'll also be giving away two hours of free parking at all meters in downtown Halifax with a hotspot parking app. Uh, again, this will be on February 14th, which is a Friday. If you don't have the hotspot parking app, so basically the app is a convenient way to pay for your parking at meters and in the pay and display lots along the waterfront. Uh, so you pay for the parking on your phone using the credit card. Um, so you don't need your change. You don't need to fumble for money. Uh, and you can monitor the amount of time left, which is great. And they can also give you a heads up um, when your meter is going to run out and things like that. So it's really convenient. You can learn more about the hotspot uh, parking app at htsp.ca or downtownhalifax.ca slash hotspot. Uh, so again, 
if you park in downtown on Valentine's Day, you'll have two free hours free parking with the hotspot parking app, which is great. Um, and we are also featuring Valentine's Day events, promotions, and specials taking place at businesses in downtown Halifax on our website, on our social sites. Again, you can see these at downtownhalifax.ca slash love or follow us at downtown Halifax. We'll have lots of stuff going on. And if you're a business in downtown Halifax and would like us to promote your Valentine's Day event, promotion, or special, let us know. Email info at downtownhalifax.ca with details, and we can promote it for you on our website, social media, and newsletters. And that's it for shameless self-promotion for this episode. Quick and easy. Yeah. We're on location at Venus Envy at 1598 Barrington Street with Christine Allier. She's the education coordinator. And here's a little bit about them. Full disclaimer, I stole this from their website. (laughs) Uh, They are an award-winning sex shop and bookstore with something for everyone. Anyone who's turned off by traditional sex shops will find them a welcoming and informative place to get cool and sexy stuff. They believe their customers deserve quality products and good information and that sex should be dirty in a good way, not a shameful way. Thank you, Christine, for talking to us today about your store and about great gift ideas for Valentine's Day. Yeah, thanks for for having me. I'm excited to talk. Great. So first of all, uh, can you tell us more about the store? I gave a little blurb about your store, but uh, can you tell us a little bit more and how it maybe started? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Venus Envy was founded in 1998 by a woman named Shelley Taylor, who opened the store uh, to explicitly be an open, approachable place, specifically at that time for women to feel comfortable coming in and asking questions and exploring things, sort of everything pertaining to sex and sexuality. And since then, it's really sort of expanded to include, I would say, all genders, be an approachable place um, for everyone to explore sex and gender. And the book selection has also expanded to not just be only sex-related books, but we have a a wide and curated selection of um, books related to not just sex, but also feminism, um, a lot of um, queer and trans books, health, uh, a whole range of stuff. Yeah, the book selection is pretty wide. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've bought a few books for, for my son, and he's five. Yeah, yeah, so we have a lot of really great, great. kids' books. It's yeah. wonderful, yeah. Yeah. Um, in this episode, we're talking about Valentine's Day. So romance, relationships, love, etc. What are some of the trendy gifts or the big top sellers uh, for your store at this yeah. time of year? There are some really cool gifts uh, in store right now. There's always new toys coming out that are expanding technologically, Um, in pretty cool ways. And so there are some that are longtime classics Mm -hmm. that every once in a while get um, a little update or an upgrade, um, or there are ones that are brand new and um, really popular because they do things that toys have never done before. Yeah, I remember uh, one thing in particular that we featured in our uh, holiday gift guide. It was the WeVibe. Yeah, yeah, that is. High tech. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) so uh, when uh, I was thinking about Valentine's Day gift picks, WeVibe is always sort of one of the first things that we that we think of. WeVibe is a brand that was founded in Ottawa um, a little over 10 years ago now, and uh, they were founded to make just one toy called the WeVibe, and now they've expanded to make oh, okay. all sorts of toys mm-hmm. under the brand WeVibe, but still keeping the core, uh, the core of their brand is different versions of the WeVibe, which mm. is a couple's vibrator designed to be worn during penetrative sex. So it sort of stays in place, vibrates for everybody. Obviously a very appealing concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and every uh, year, a couple years, they'll come out with 
um, a new sort of slightly upgraded version, kind of like the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really clear every time they have listened to customer feedback and innovated in really cool ways. So the newest WeVibe uh, we just got very recently, it's called the WeVibe Chorus. It has an adjustable body so it can fit however, sort of whichever angles you prefer, what works for your body. Um, It has a really cool touch-sensitive remote where if you squeeze the remote or if you sort of rub the remote, it'll vibrate accordingly in intensity, which is really cool. Kind of high tech, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then it can also be controlled with uh, WeVibe smartphone app from anywhere in the world with a Wi-Fi connection (laughs) or data. I remember reading that. Yeah, Yeah. everything with an an app. (laughs) I know. Uh, It's a real game changer for Mm -hmm. long distance relationships, which we see a lot of in Halifax, I think, either with school or Mm -hmm. uh, someone's on a boat or (laughs) (laughs) the boat has Wi-Fi. Yeah. So we talked about, you know, maybe the big top sellers, you know, for this time of year. What about some, do you have any ideas for like unique items or unique gift ideas that people may not think of or? Yeah, there is, uh, we have a whole range mm-hmm. of yeah. um, of gift ideas, whether that's a toy. And I always like to say around Valentine's Day, you don't need to be in a relationship to no, exactly. gift yourself yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> some <yourself>. appreciation. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my self-love plug. So whether that's a toy or just a really great quality lube, uh, really popular mm-hmm. for gifts, or a popular gift item this past uh, holiday season. It's just a fun, cheap little pack of playing cards uh, that are all naked men in various traits <laughs> of undress. <laughs> and we've also got a really great range of gift books, so not necessarily sex-related, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of really cool sort of feminism or yeah. social justice-related yeah. gift books that I think are, are great to explore. And also around Valentine's Day, things that are a little more romantic, sensual, but also it gets very cold. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say massage candles are yeah, yeah. always a, yeah. a really nice, unique, thoughtful thoughtful gift mm-hmm. idea. They're a, a candle that melts into like a warm pool of oh. massage oil that you can then spoon out and massage in. So it's pre-warmed mm-hmm. and mood lighting. It smells great. How romantic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're the education coordinator yeah. with Venus Envy. So obviously there's some education programs. Can you tell us more about those? Yeah. Yeah. So when um, Shelley first uh, opened Venus Envy, it was explicitly because she wanted to create an environment where um, education would be sort of in the foreground. The more you talk about sex um, and the more you go out and learn, the more informed you're going to be. Mm-hmm better choices we can make for for ourselves and our bodies and the better sex we end up having, the more you talk about it. So Mm -hmm. as the education coordinator, um, I get to um, help bring in some really exciting um, workshop facilitators from all over. Um, We've had some big names from uh, from the States. There's uh, someone who we've been working with for the past couple of years named Luna Matadas, who comes maybe a couple mm-hmm. years from uh, a couple times a year from Toronto mm-hmm. and then programming in-house workshops, usually every two weeks or so on a rotating range of topics, uh, whether that's sort of oral sex or we just had one recently uh, uh, called do it yourself kink on uh you know, whole range of topics. Um, And then we also go into the community and we'll do um, sex talks or workshops on a whole range of topics at uh, schools, mostly colleges and universities, community groups. Yeah, Yeah. great. 
Yeah. And uh, so the, actually the education programs could be a great gift idea as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can give someone uh, like registration to go to a workshop together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a really fun thing for, um, I would say, like a great date night idea. Mm-hmm. You could maybe spend the day at a museum and then come to a workshop and then have like a nightcap at Obla next door. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, make an evening yeah. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so for, for somebody who's never been to the shop before, mm-hmm. what is usually their first impression of, of the place? Yeah. The reaction? Uh, I think a lot of the time. Um, like Alana, kind of, she's my first time, first time here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when people first walk through the door, sometimes they'll walk in and be like, oh, I didn't realize this was a bookstore. I must have ro- walked into the wrong place. And then they'll walk in a little further and see, oh. There's also sex toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, or sometimes people will walk in expecting a bookstore and mm-hmm. then surprise, there's also sex right. toys. Right. I think a lot of folks will come in um, sort of nervous because sex is something that is often stressful or something that folks aren't used to approaching um, talking sort of about. openly yes, or talking exactly, about. Yeah. Um, and maybe going to a sex shop may be intimidating for absolutely. somebody who's never been to one before. Yeah. But it is a bright, beautiful place yeah. and really welcoming. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's what that's that's exactly the vibe that we go for. Sort of brightly lit, natural light, bright colors. Yes, mm-hmm. lots of bright colors. Um, Friendly salespeople. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So hope our our hope is that for folks who come in apprehensive, that after you've been in for a couple minutes, it'll start to loosen your shoulders and relax a little. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Not what as is, scary as what you thought before. And what is the impression that you really want them to have when they leave the store? I would say like a mix of excitement and comfort or reassurance, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. We obviously want folks to leave, you know, feeling good and maybe like, they discovered something new about themselves that they didn't know about before or that um, maybe something that was a little tensed is now a little more relaxed. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners uh, before we, we end our little conversation? I would say my plug for education is that we update on our website, venusenvy.ca, with the list of all of the, the programming that we have going on. You can check out uh, the list of upcoming workshops and events there and register online. And, and we'll, have a, we'll have a link to, okay. to the website, to yeah. Venus Envy's mm-hmm. website on our podcast uh, page. Excellent. Okay. Great. Great. Well, thank you, Christine. Really appreciate you talking to us. This is great. We were talking to Christine Allier, Education Coordinator at Venus Envy, and they're located at 1598 Barrington Street. We were talking to her about her business and about Valentine's Day and gift ideas. For more information on Venus Envy, visit their website at venusenvy.ca or go to downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast, and we'll have a link to their site. You've been listening to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Find us on social media at Downtown Halifax. If you like what you've heard, please share your thoughts using hashtag downtown lowdown. For more information and links, visit downtownhalifax.ca.